Hello, and welcome to the Heroin TV podcast. My name is Lucia, and with me today, I have Chrissy and Tosh, and I'm really excited. We're going to talk about Pretty Little Liars. Today is Sunday, August 26th. And I have sort of a special podcast plan for today um, I'm where I'm talking to Chrissy and Tosh about the third season of Pretty Little Liars. And we tried to do this <laughs> a few months ago, and we had some audio uh, technical internet issues. Um, probably it was haunted, I don't know. And probably it was A's fault, I'm sure. And so I'm going to try to sort of splice in some discussion of Pretty Little Liars from after the first three episodes of the season aired, and then now what we think when there are only there's only one episode left of the season. So it's going to sort of span a season-long sort of attitude. <laughs> well, partial season since ABC Family divides everything up. So... Um, I'll do a little audio um, kind of interlude between the two parts. Let's go ahead and uh, introduce my awesome guests. So, Cr- Chrissy, I'm I'm so glad you're here to talk to us. Do you want to tell um, the listeners a little bit about uh, your about your projects and sort of your online presence? Sure. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited to talk PLL. Um, I do some writing about television, um, of Vampire Diaries. I've written a couple of books, like one for each season, um, under the series Love You to Death. And I've actually co-written a book under the alias Liv Spencer about Pretty Little Liars. So it's called Rosewood Confidential, and it just came out this month, and I'm super excited about that. And we're going to be doing a giveaway. I have a copy for Heroin TV to give away on your site. Yay! Yay! That's so exciting. Yeah, and um, if anybody ever listened to um, the Vampire Diaries podcast, I do it with the Televixen. Um, Chrissy was on there several times, so people might recognize your voice from that as well. And, of course, people know you from uh, your recaps on VampireDiaries.net. Yes. You do great recaps for Vampire Diaries. Thank and, you. Um, yeah, awesome. I, I'm so excited and because uh, I know you're such a huge Pearl Liars fan. And then Tosh, um, I'm so excited to have you as well. How are you doing over there? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me, Lucci. I really, really appreciate it. Yay, yay. And um, do you want to tell people where they can find you online? Sure, sure. So I'm Tosh from iHeartVampireDiaries.com. Um, we're on Twitter, iHeartTVD. Um, and we have a website, iHeartVampireDiaries.com, where we kind of give all the latest news and updates for the television series Vampire Diaries. So, yeah, and and Tosh ran a radio show for. Did you do it for two years, Tosh? Yeah. Um. Actually, I uh, had another radio Technically, show. Technically, I guess three years, but it was a different one. Right. Yeah. Like, seriously, like we started halfway season one and then I heart uh, Vampire Diaries radio has been going strong for like the last two seasons. So, yeah. 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 So I'm sure Vampire Diaries fans um, know know of you and your voice and everything. I'm very excited to have you. But today we're actually we're going to talk about Pretty Little Liars and um the, this season, season three, I think has been just so on point. So, so much fun. Mm-hmm. The dialogue, especially, like I was re-watching the episodes and taking some notes and 
like oh my mm-hmm. god like I wanted to write down every line from the last episode <laughs> like, what, what are you guys' thoughts on the season so far I'll uh, let you go Christy yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah I agree entirely that it's so on point and it's been so snappy and fun um and also really scary like there was the end of the very first episode freaked me out I've been like really freaked out a number of times um so I just think it's been getting better and better and better each season. And so I'm excited to see where this is going. Definitely. What about you, Tosh? Um, yeah, I, wow. I don't even know what to say about this season. I honestly, I've been very pleased. And I'm surprised that they've ramped it up so much for three episodes. You know what I'm saying? You know, it usually takes a little time you know, and you're like, oh, okay, that was an okay episode. But seriously, every episode has been great. And it it is a little scarier this season. I don't know. I was like, is Kevin Williamson writing for um, <laughs> Fire now? Because it's getting a little, a, little, a little antsy for me. I mean, it really was. I mean, Arya in the bathroom, that was so scream-like. And, you know, Emily above the grave. And, I mean, yeah. So they've really, they've done a great job. And the acting is a lot better. Caleb acts better. I'm sorry. I love Tyler Blackburn. But for me... You know, um, his, I don't know, his acting has not been the best for me, but man, last few episodes, really good. Really good. Very pleased. Yeah, now he just needs a haircut. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine. I can't imagine. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I think, I think a lot of the the actors, you know, they're so young and they, um, a lot of them, you know, some of the guest stars, you know, they haven't been in much else before this. And so a lot of times on ABC Family, you can really see the the growth of each actor, which is kind of fun. Um, and so that's, I think that's definitely a case with a lot of the boys um, and uh, and some of the girls as well. And and yeah, ugh, it's, it's really dark this season. And I feel like I love it. Like, I can't believe they're doing it for a teen show, how, how sort of twisted they're getting, like... That whole, I, I don't collect, Mona played with dolls. I play with body parts. <laughs> yeah. So great. The yeah. necklace with the teeth. Oh. That's just the worst. <laughs> um, in- so scary. Yes. Yeah, so scary. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> well, we can kind of start. Let's let's start talking about the premiere, and then we'll sort of see where that leads. Like, let's feel free to move on. Okay. To, if okay. certain storylines, sort of, we want to talk about what happens later, we'll kind of go with it. But we'll just kind of maybe let's, let's okay. start because it was so crazy. With the end of last season, we finally found out who A was. Right? We found right. out Mona, right. um, but we sort of had that cryptic little uh, visit in the in the sanitarium right. where we learned that that she doesn't work alone. Um, right. and so, and all, all, obviously also Maya died in the, in the finale. So we had sort of those two cliffhangers oh, and we opened five months later and I liked how we opened in the premiere, um, in episode 301, sort of in the slumber party at Spencer's, just like in the pilot. Yeah. And they're sort of right. dealing with another, um, uh, a, another death <laughs> and, and, you know, they're just, everybody's sort of place where they are. What did you guys think about sort of? where each character is at this point now um, in season three, the sort of uh, emotional state in, in which they all are. Yeah. I was just saying for, for me, um, Emily, I found fascinating um, and mm-hmm. 
really, really interesting in the in the return and just seeing how un-Emily like she was um, and getting mm-hmm. super drunk and, you know, being snarky and like, oh, I'll show my boobs and then it'll be a story. <laughs> so not Emily Field. <laughs> um, and I loved it. I also think Shay Mitchell has like really stepped up her game and is is breaking my heart with her um, Emily in mourning. Um, so I found her sort of the most compelling of the four girls coming back um, with the premiere. Yeah. And then, of course, there's H- Hannah's new vocabulary. I, I really appreciated that. <laughs> yes. What were you going to say, Tosh? Um, so, no, I was just saying for me, I'm I'm really in agreement with you on that, Chrissy, because Emily, you know, they've really her storyline has pretty much been really about you know, her coming out and her sexuality. I mean, yeah, we know she's part of the Pretty Little Liars and and all that kind of stuff, right? But I mean, let's be real, a lot of her storyline comes from her struggles and her basically coming to terms with who she is and everything like that. And Maya is one of those first loves and, you know, it broke my heart when Maya died. And I think to be able to tap into her emotion like they have in in just the first episode, it really kind of sets the tone of where we're going to go with Emily this season, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, Emily saying specifically, not necessarily in the premiere, I think it was uh, in the second or third episode, but she was like, I'm getting really tired, you know, Mm -hmm. of people like basically treating her like she is the, um, what did she say? I can't remember exactly what she said, but, you know, basically treating her like, you know, the fragile one, you know, the, 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 what did they say in season um, they felt like she would be the one to break the most, like she's easiest yeah, to break or something like that. Yeah. And I think that was in, yeah, in season two. Um, so this is going to be interesting to see how dark, just how dark Emily is going to get. And I, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely fascinated by that. Yeah, and I really appreciated that they sort of were able to raise the stakes with her because, I mean, this is not the first time somebody Emily Love died. I mean, she was in love with Allison, and Allison right. died. And, and a lot of times, you know, we're sort of seeing the girls deal with, um, you know, her with Allison's death in the past, and we've also seen having to see them deal with the stress of A coming after them. And now on a third season, to be able to continue raising the stakes, I think the show does, did a really good job mm-hmm. with um, with sort of selling the emotional impact of, of Maya's death um, mm-hmm. and, and sort of giving mm-hmm. us this increased intensity because now, you know, um, uh, things are, are changing because, you know, there is, Garrett's in jail and Mona's, you know, at the cra- crazy ward, but they're still getting these... <laughs> Uh, they're still getting these texts and all that. And so to sort of amp up the intensity on a third season yeah. when things have changed so much, I think it's pretty pretty cool the way they've done that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a, yeah. a really good point because on paper, the same things are happening. You know, like the person Emily right. loves has been killed again. They're getting these texts, blah, blah, blah. Like it could be really boring and just like season one being replayed over and over again. But you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It, it feels new and scarier and... Yeah. And and there were some points last season where I was feeling like things were dragging a bit. I felt like we would move forward only to move like three steps back. Um, But I feel like this season is just really fresh again. Like I'm I'm getting really into it again. Um, And I was discovering new things on the rewatch that I hadn't discovered um, 
the first time around when I was rewatching these first couple episodes and and so I'm definitely impressed because I was starting to get a little like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I want to find some stuff out. I'm I'm getting a little tired of like not moving forward, um, but I'm not feeling that way anymore. I'm feeling pretty uh, pretty good about the show. Me too. And and also I, I like the haircuts. Of course, we've talked about that. I love, oh, wait, I love Hannah's like, new hair. <laughs> I like Hannah's new hair. Do you like Aria's new hair? Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I don't also. like it. Oh, you don't? <laughs> no. No. I like her hair longer. Um, I, I know that they probably did it to kind of make her more mature. Um, I I think they cut her hair to kind of make her more mature looking. You know, change. You know, it's I'm growing, so I'm like changing my clothes, and it's more sophisticated, my hair. So I get that. But I guess for me, I really liked... Uh, I really like Lucy Hale with long hair, so it's a bit different. I haven't I haven't gotten used to it yet, but Hannah, love it. It's very funky. She's gotten mm. more funky this season. Her outfits are more out there. She's less, I'm trying to be the head bitch. Yeah. Because she kind of, yeah, it's less like, oh, I got this at Chloe. What did she tell Dr. Sullivan last? Last season, she's like, oh, my God, those Tory boots. I didn't know they made them in brown or something. <laughs> she's less that girl and more the girl of, uh, yeah, I'm Hannah, and yeah, what? You know, like, I dare you to say something about this outfit I'm wearing. I mean, it's just very different, and I like it. I like it. Yeah, and, and I have to say, I mean, I, they're all beautiful girls. They all have amazing hair. They're all, you know, gorgeous. But there was a cookie-cutter sort of, aspect to them in the first couple seasons where they all basically had the exact same hair so I do like it was different colors and it was like slightly different texture but they basically all had that same pretty girl hair so I do like that they have changed it up uh with a little variety because um you know obviously the Pantene commercial look is amazing and I worship it but I like the little I like I like the change up. It's like a little more real. Yeah, right. <laughs> like who has time to like to make their hair into that perfect like blow dried oh curl God. look every day? <laughs> right. Well, they obviously went to visible changes. Actually, I mean, clearly they kind of changed it up. They didn't all go to the same salon anymore. Cause I yeah, yeah. I do agree with you though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're mixed mixed views on Aria. All approving Hannah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely works. And um, and yeah. And uh, it's. I think it's nice to just sort of feel a little change because, like we said before, now they're in the third season. We want to feel like it's not just the exact same thing all over again. We want to feel like the characters are growing. And I think Hannah has really grown a lot. And mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. she is mm-hmm. my favorite. H- Hannah is my number one favorite. Um, c- closely followed by Spencer, but I mean, like, I'm just all about Hannah, and this season just keeps on increasing my love mm-hmm. of Hannah because I just think she has, like you said, um, really gr- grown a lot. So <laughs> I'm enjoying that. Of course, they're all still lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about that in the first episode. They were like. There were so many big lies reintroduced, and you think, you know, like, girls, after the two seasons that you've been through, just talk to each other. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and, and the big lie, obviously, is, you know, uh, 
Emily, the, the girls wake up at the slumber party and Emily's gone and uh, right. uh, we sort of cut dramatically to her above Allie's grave with a shovel and the grave's empty and then when oh, the right. girls find her, she doesn't remember anything and she has like these lost hours and that's one of the sort of story arcs of these first few episodes is trying to figure out what happened to Emily during those lost hours and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and then of course the girls all, all band together to cover it up uh, I mean, to me, it actually seemed, for some reason, it actually felt organic that they would cover it up at this point, although I have been really annoyed in the past at them covering stuff up instead of going to the police, but maybe I'm just sort of, this is like me accepting (laughs) the the central premise of the show, I'm finally accepting it in season three, (laughs) because I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense, of course they'd go up to the the cabin and just (laughs) make up some huge lie. Um... Yeah, but I would be so skeptical of going to Spencer's, like, what is it, her lake house? Like, seriously, People do you remember things houses. that happened? Like, I would not go back there. The creepy <laughs> dolls in the attic, Lucas taking Hannah and that whole thing. Like, I wouldn't yeah. even want to go there. Like, seriously, send me anywhere else but Spencer's lake house. It's creepy there. Um, and... and yeah, I don't even know. I just wouldn't want to go there. Um, and and I just wanted to say, huh? I was just going to say that Hannah and Caleb have some positive memories from the <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her V card would say, oh my God, did you lose your V card? And I was like, okay, I totally didn't talk like, like that when I was in high school. I V card, okay, I guess. <laughs> Actually, to John, um, talking about V-cards, do you think um, Spencer and Toby are ramping up to the the doing it stage? I mean, oh, they hadn't yet? It's about I time. Guess I, I mean, had. didn't she have sex with Ren on the first date? Like, <laughs> or maybe that only happened in the books. Um, <laughs> huh, I guess. I, I can't remember. I, I, I don't know. I guess this. I, I know in the book she has sex with Ren, like, right away. Um. And I, don't, I don't think she had sex with Ren because remember when she got super drunk yeah. and she was on to him and then he was like, oh, I'm such a gentleman. I won't. Okay, so, so they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. So I guess has Spencer hasn't actually had sex on the show. Um, the girls are a lot more, um, it's interesting in the books, I feel like the girls are a lot more sort of ready to have sex right away. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas in the show, of mm-hmm. course, they like to delay it. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I assumed Spence had already been doing it. <laughs> no, because there's that I don't know why I assumed that. Spencer's like, oh, I know it was my idea to wait, but now I don't remember why. And then Toby's like, let me. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems like those two as a couple are, are, are sort of waiting it. Just because, you know, why not cock block yourself when you're a 17-year-old guy? I mean, what's wrong with this boy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like for no reason they're just going to decide i think we should wait no but i mean it's good for people to uh to take things into consideration and go slow all that um but i'm not sure if it necessarily makes sense in terms of these characters yeah unless spencer doesn't want to wake um end up fake pregnant like melissa (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Should we talk about the, oh, the pregnancy? Because okay, so Melissa didn't. She didn't show up in the first episode, right? She came in on the second one, and uh, and she was no longer pre- pregnant. 
Um, right. Or did she not come until the third episode? She not came. She didn't arrive until the third. Okay, they she didn't arrive until the third. And they t- talked about her. Right. She finally comes in at the third. We're supposed. We assumed she was pregnant. Now we realize she's not anymore. Um, and she's really into drinking. Um, I think she's really just upset about Alaric. Personally, mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I understand your pain, Melissa. I understand you. (laughs) You just had to do that. You just had to throw that in there, right? (laughs) Of course, of course. So what do you guys think? I mean, because Spencer figures out that Melissa didn't have the miscarriage when she said she had the miscarriage. Do we think she was ever pregnant? (laughs) I do. Okay. Because there was the time when they had... The um the ultrasound hospital. scan, whatever. Yeah. And she was going to show Ian. Um, but I think that right. I don't know. I my theory was that maybe she lost the baby when she had the car accident, like in the season one finale. Oh. Uh-huh. But I don't know if that actually makes sense or not. But that's my working theory. Interesting. If that was the case, because okay, she went she was at they went to the hospital after the car accident and yeah. she was like in bed and with doctors and stuff. Um and she still seemed pregnant, but maybe like after we left her at some point, you know, like off screen, she ended up having the miscarriage and that could explain why she would be the black swan because if she blames Spencer for her miscarriage, you know what I mean? She might yeah. be working against the girls. Um, but I don't know. I mean, and and what about Garrett being the father of the baby and not Ian? Oh, God. He looks so bad. Prison has been really hard on him. <laughs> Gosh, did you see his eyes? Like, he just, he was already a douche, but now he just, looks like he hasn't washed his face i don't know if that's possible where he is (laughs) locked up but he bags under his eyes the pigmentation in his skin he just looks very bad i mean and you can make a jumpsuit look sexy you know and he's just not doing it so yeah because you know know. there was that episode where all the liars were all wearing orange jumpsuits exactly um, (laughs) picking up (laughs) stuff on the side of the road last season (laughs) Yeah, oh he, he definitely didn't have as good of yeah. a makeup artist and uh, and hairstylist as the girls when uh, they were wearing their jumpsuits. <laughs> right, right. But I totally think I'm I'm going with the theory that this is actually uh, Garrett's baby. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking there's something else. There is something going on, and that and the mother. Like, why is she taking on his case? Like, really? And I'm kind of like going along with Spencer, sort of like a Nancy Drew, like viewing the show. Because she's like really stepped up her best game. What did you think about the, um, about Garrett being the father, Chrissy? I don't know. Um, Sometimes because the girls already think it, I'm suspicious of it being the truth. True. You know they, I mean? they never think the right things. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like there might be one last twist in there. Um, I don't know. I would be, I don't know. It wasn't as if like she and Ian had some big long relationship before she was pregnant. Like they had sort of quickly got back together, quickly got married and then she was pregnant. So it would be kind of crazy if she had, it would be more diabolical than I thought Melissa was if, 
she was having the affair with Garrett and then also marrying Ian and carrying on these two relationships at the same time. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I've always had a suspicion about Melissa. However, I'm biased because before I watched Pretty Little Liars, I watched her on One Tree Hill and she was crazy Nanny Carey. So whenever I was seeing her, when I first watched <laughs> Pretty Little Liars, I was always like looking at her for suspicious activity. And from the very beginning, I had theories about her and Ian joined together as being a, um, but then, you know, it seemed that I was proved wrong. And now that we know about this whole A-team thing and we know about her involvement in this kind of crazy video past club craziness, um, I feel like she is somehow more closely involved than we thought. But yeah, the other thing with Melissa is, I mean, I just... The, she says this thing like the, my only interest in in this uh, ended. Did she say three months ago or two months ago? She said something. And it seemed to be indicating her miscarriage. Like the only yes. why, reason why she was interested in any of this was because of the baby. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of odd. I don't know. Yeah. How did you read that? I know, and it sort of points to Garrett. Like, except that ugh, it's a mind boggler. Because she's saying... Oh, yeah. She says, any interest I had in any of this ended three months ago. And I guess that's when she suppo was supposed to have lost the baby. Yes. And if that was Ian's baby, then, like, Garrett being guilty was clearing Ian's name. Ah. So read like that. That's true. Um, or if it's Garrett's, like, the subtext could be, like, if it is actually Garrett's secret baby, then her interest is clearing him. I don't know. Or... She was never pregnant at all, and she's just a crazy liar. <laughs> I loved Spencer's line when she was like, Melissa wouldn't tell me if my hair was on fire. Yeah, I love that, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they have such a... I, I like the sort of dynamic between <laughs> between them. It, it's entertaining. I mean, it's horrible. I feel, I feel horrible for Spencer that her family's, like, basically all hate her. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Also, where's Spencer's dad? There's a couple of missing. Um, Hannah's mom we haven't seen much of. And Spencer's dad we haven't talked about or, like, heard anything about. But Yeah, I know. Her dad, we haven't seen. I, did we even see him last season at all? I guess. Wasn't there some stuff? Yeah. There was all that weirdness where he was investigating Melissa because he thought Melissa was yeah. the one who had gone after Allison. Um, and we found out about him, um, his affair with Allie's mom, um, and all that wackiness. So do we know for sure that Jason is, is her brother or yeah. is that still uncertain? Okay. We do know that. No, we know for sure that they are half siblings. They're half siblings. Okay. Yeah. And Melissa knows and, um, the mom knows. And there was that like funny thing where Allison knew too. And then the, there was like a flashback scene where, um, the Hastings parents were like mad at Melissa and they could hear them yelling downstairs. And then Allison was like, Oh, the God, the gods would frown on a Jason, Melissa hookup. Oh, date not knowing that they were half siblings. Oh yeah. Uh, Do you have a, let's just talk about it. Do you have a theory about the earrings and who? Who's oh, okay. I'm starting to wonder if they're Allison's. I saw in your notes here, did Allison have an affair with Byron? And I'm going to say no to that. that I is mean, like, it oh, is I'm crazy. So I know it's crazy. But why is she so invested? What if it was her mom? 
What if it was like, I feel like, why is she so invested okay. in that whole, why is she trying to frame Meredith for it? Is it just because she's a bitch or is there more to it? Yeah, because she was, her reaction to the whole situation the whole time and like, tell your mom, tell your mom, even in like season one, has been really extreme. Ooh. It definitely feels like Allison planted the earrings, but to Ooh, what end? Planted them. Okay, so who are you thinking it might be? I don't know. Yeah. Also, the earrings are kind of red, and red is the new black, and it's all like. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, and speaking of weird symbolism, have you been noticing all the car the the whole card symbolism stuff going That's- on? What is the deal with that? I don't know. Like, so, because first I was watching, I was rushed the third episode before I went back and watched the other ones. And in the third episode is the one where Mona has the crazy Queen of Hearts. Um, she's playing solitaire a bunch. And, and then she has the Queen of Hearts uh, card in her hand when she does the creepy singing. And then yep. when I was watching the earlier episode, you know, Caleb's playing solitaire on his phone when uh, uh, Ren comes and talks to him. And I think there was some other card thing. I can't remember. But I'm wondering... Uh, what the involve what that means what that means yeah also in i think it's in the first episode when hannah goes to visit mona there's a red flower on mona's desk oh like someone was here and left behind a red thing i don't know what that means and there was like the red coat raven dark what was allison's little um alias was it raven darkholm or something ridiculous like that vivian darkbloom raven darkbloom Vivian. Oh, Vivian. Vivian Darkbloom. <laughs> I don't know why I come on thinking Raven. <laughs> Vivian Darkbloom. Um, and she had that red coat. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wonder how much to to read into it or not. Um, but yeah, the eerie thing, like, and, and Meredith creeps me out. Like. So creepy. I am very suspicious of her. For all we know, she could be on Team A. Um, yeah. And, ugh, Yeah. The earring, like, I don't know. And I just have so many thoughts about the whole, the whole, the whole situation. (laughs) I don't want to get into yet, but uh, I'm not, I'm not happy with the whole, the further, uh, the further deprofessionalization of teachers. (laughs) 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 Like, first we have Ezra sleeping with the student and Byron sleeping with the student. And now we have Ella changing test grades oh oh yeah the other thing that bugged me about that whole test thing was emily didn't get freaked out and like remember the jenna thing until there were five minutes left in the exam so she wasn't going to finish her test anyway yeah exactly like she had already pooched it and it had nothing to do with her traumatic experience she's just not a good test taker (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, and I feel like, I, you know, I feel like in high school, you know, there is some, uh, there is a lot more leeway than, you know, like, I, I, I grade for college, and that's a different situation um, than high school. In high school, you know, you, you maybe you're a little more invested in wanting everyone to, to succeed, whereas in college, sometimes, you know, there's, there's some weeding out of people who just don't care, and you sort of, you know, you're yeah. not necessarily trying to do favors for everybody, Um but in high school, I think it's slightly different. But I mean, like, Emily didn't even go to her and ask. Like, it's one situation. There are so many other ways she could have handled it, like given her a makeup exam, like Ezra said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or decided, like, a lot of times what happens if you make a lot of progress in your class, a 
teacher, it, it is ethical to decide if, if they make a big jump in progress, you can make the earlier assignments worth less to them. Right. So like we do that a lot sometimes, like if people really, really bomb their midterm, but then they get an A on the final, we take that into consideration, um, you know, that they, that they really progressed and will sometimes make the midterm worth less. Um, or things like that. And there's so many different ways she could do it. And for her to like jump to immediately just, I'll finish this test for her. Like, <laughs> it's just so insane. Like, I just can't imagine. I don't know. Uh, poor, I guess they're just trying to give Ella something to do that's interesting. But well, just... I did like the result of it. I did like the, the sort of moment between Ezra and Ella, um, sort of remembering that they were friends or that they have this commonality or understanding or whatever. And that like everything that's gone crazy in Ella's life is making her a little batty too. Um, so I, I agree that it was like a crazy thing for her to do, but I did like the fallout. Although that's kind of very pretty little liars, like where someone does something totally ridiculous, but it creates a great scenario where like. <laughs> True. And since, since the girl, since the teenager are always doing completely over the top crazy things, I guess why shouldn't we, in this world, why shouldn't we imagine the adults do crazy over the top things too? Because I mean, remember back in season one, Ashley stole that money and, <laughs> exactly. you know, <laughs> I liked the little reference that um, in the, in Mona's lair, that if, if the police had found that stuff, um, Ashley would be in jail and so would Ezra. <laughs> like yeah. I liked the little acknowledgement, like, hey, <laughs> people have been doing illegal things for these past three seasons. <laughs> okay. Now we can get started on what's currently happening these days on Pretty Little Liars. The last few episodes kind of catch up. So, what have you guys been thinking? Ren is weird. (laughs) Okay? I don't know. He's weird. Very. And I liked Ren at the beginning, but he's sort of giving me this vibe of A-team vice president. You know, I agree with you. He's a total weirdo. Anybody who is trolling for high school little sisters of your fiancé, I'm sorry. I can't get over it. And now he's, like, stalking Hannah. I don't even Right. No. No. I really liked him last season, and I just (laughs) feel like what is going on with him now? Mm -hmm. So creepy. Mm -hmm. Even actually at the beginning of this season when he was just, like, the kindly doctor at the Mental Institute. I was just... And I like the friendship between him and Hannah, but it's so taken a turn in the last couple episodes where I'm super yeah. creepy. But isn't it random, though? Like, I mean, you were at a hospital. I mean, don't these doctors need some kind of experience, like, for many years before they can just start handling cases at psych wards? <laughs> it just seems very random for me that he's over Mona's case. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. this is, I, I don't know. And and what, what do we know Melissa has shared with him? I mean, we don't know if he's sort of piecing together clues. Like, he's been in the loop the whole time. You know, I, I think we haven't seen that. But he's definitely been around between Melissa and Spencer and, like, you know, every now and then doing a little pop-in. But remember last season with Toby? Remember that situation when Toby was in the hospital and Spencer used Ren, you know, as a way to break them up so that Toby can be safe from A. So I just feel like he's one of those sideline people that has been kind of aware, keeping up with the news and is some kind of like in-person recorder and he reports back to A. It's really weird. I'm sorry. It is. 
And I always wonder with these sorts of things on Pretty Little Liars, how much of it is a red herring? Because, you know, they're always trying to throw in these, like, creepy yeah. little nods mm-hmm. to different characters. I know. Because, I like, don't trust anyone. Like, I don't trust the preacher guy that Ashley's dating. Oh, no, I, I think he's bad news. He was trying to, he was two-timing her. What kind of reverend do, did, like, has two dates in a week? With two different women, I don't know about that. Come on. Yeah, you talking about the preacher? Yeah, yeah. he's a total porn stasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the show loves to do that, and it's like now with Nate as well, the um, Maya's cousin. They're really creeping him up, you know, like they're making him really creepy too, like with mm-hmm. this whole Jenna vibe, and and so it's like you just never know how much. It's just there's so many suspects. Yeah, like like you said, Chrissy, we can't trust anybody. <laughs> no. And yeah. Nate, in the last episode, when he found out that Jenna had faked her blindness. Well, FYI, here, one second. Um, oh. So Tosh has not seen the latest episode. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> Oh, my God, he finds out that? Okay. So, <laughs> so what I was thinking was... Chrissy and I, we will talk about the latest episode because I want to put this up before the finale airs as sort of a, right. everything that's happened before the finale. But while Tosh is on the line, we're not going to talk about okay. sorry, it. I mean, sorry, sorry, Tosh, sorry. I don't want to spoil you, but it's I mean, okay, we could talk wrong. about it, it's but exciting, it's I'm up to you. But okay. but I think from what I had said with DMs, like, I guess, Tosh, you didn't have a chance to watch the latest one. So, But even before what happened in the latest episode, Nate was already creeping me out. Um, with that whole situation and I don't know I don't know about him and is he even really Maya's cousin we need some like birth certificate something like I don't believe who he is (laughs) like I mean are you a were you in foster care uh you know what if he's really like a Maya stalker what if he's not even her cousin what if he's like her stalker yeah Yeah. I kind of like weird creepy like, he was into Maya in a not-so-cousinly way. Yeah. You know, like, the way he talks about her, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, she has to wear this shirt, and he's, like, smelling her shirt. Yeah. Yeah, Weird. and he's definitely yeah. got the got the hots for Emily, and that we that Tosh has seen because there was the kiss at the end of the, right. um, the, the episode What Lies Beneath, right? Mm-hmm. That was where the kiss happened, and he acted right. weird about hey, Jenna in that episode, too. So, mm-hmm. and Paige saw that, which there's so much Paige stuff you have not seen yet, Tosh, that I don't want to spoil you for, but that has a very interesting uh, thing going on. Um, yeah. I, and I it's think... interesting that Emily sort of seemed into the kiss. Like, in the books, Emily's bisexual. She's not just, she doesn't only go for girls. Um mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see if the show decides to go that way or if this was just a emotional sort of moment between the two of them and doesn't actually um, denote anything about her personal taste, you know. Um, so. The, yeah. I, um, sorry, same thing. I, but about the kiss, um, it reminded me of, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show or ever heard of it, but in The L Word, one of the main characters died and she was dating, you know, she was dating this, she was dating this woman. And when she died, her ex 
and um, her ex-girlfriend and the new girlfriend had this like emotional moment out of love for Dana. That was the character's name, out of love for Dana. And they, you know, kind of went there, you know, but then later on, they kind of basically realized, okay, it's not that we were necessarily just very attracted to each other. It's just that there's all this love and we have this connection. So I'm hoping to, I'm hoping to God that they go that way because, I mean, I think Emily has really done a great job. Well, Shay Mitchell has really done a great job of portraying you know, um, her character. And I just, to be honest, I just can't see her with guys anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. And I love what I love on the show too, is how, how they, they, it's just not a big deal. You know, I just Mm -hmm. love that, you know, we of course want to talk about it because unfortunately in the media representation, it is a rare thing that it's, Mm -hmm. that it is, um, that a, a, a same sex relationship is sort of portrayed so naturalistically, you know, um, and so that's what I really enjoy about the about Emily's character is it's just everybody just sort of accepts it. It's not a big, not a big deal. Um, it's just part of the storyline, and she has the same you know love drama as ever, all the other girls in the show, having different gr- different girlfriends. Diff- you know, and and I I love that the show is sort of continuing that. So I agree with you, Tosh, on that on that. Um, and I guess I want to go back a little bit because I'm very curious to see what you guys think of um, uh, the con game episode. Because even though that was 309, that was a few episodes ago on August 7th, I that was such a crazy intense episode with the part with the, when they go to the no cons party. I wanted to talk a little bit about that. What did you guys think of the of the party and what went down? Um, like you said, I thought it was really crazy and sort of like a different, I don't know, it seemed unusual for Pretty Little Liars, kind of. Like, there's this, like, secret underworld partying thing that's been going on that the girls have no idea about, and, like, Maya was so involved in it. Um, I love the showdown between, like, Jenna and Spencer when they were playing the truth game. I thought that was awesome. Um, and then all the Cece stuff, I am loving that character. She's another one where I just don't think I can trust her, but I think it's been, I think she's been a really great addition to the show and I don't understand like what is her backstory and what is her deal with the older con brother. I don't know. There's so many mysteries there that I am into. Yeah, actually about Cece, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, this isn't much of a spoiler for you, Tosh. So I'm just going to say in the most recent episode, she says something like, you know, I really need your rich friends, you to get some of your rich friends to come to my trunk show. And that seemed an interesting thing for her to say. Like, aren't all, like, so many of these girls, and, like, Noel Khan in particular, they come from these, like, wealthy families, right? It's, like, a wealthy school that they go to. Um, and so it, what is Cece's background? The fact that she seems a little bit conscious of she used to date one of the con boys, which we learned in the con game episode, right? She dated the older brother. Um, and that she had this weird friendship with Allie, even though she's, she's older and, and it's like, what is her agenda? Um, what is her background? What's it it brought up just some interesting sort of mysteries about that. Do you think that, you know, like how she does the U pen thing with Spencer and then Spencer magically gets an email that night. That was weird. Or do you think Spencer has not actually now applied to, (sighs) to college? I, I, oh my gosh, let's do a bowl. Let's do a poll. 
Okay. What do you think, Chrissy? I don't trust it. I okay. think she hasn't. Yeah. I think CC was lying. I, I don't. I don't either. What about you, Tosh? Do we believe that that email from UPenn was legit? No, I don't believe anything that's sent via email or Twitter or or Facebook or anything. I, I just don't believe anything social networking or via email is true. That's true because that's that's Ace so territory. I do not so I think that I think they are fixing a play with Spencer. I, they don't do anything. It sort of like reminds me of Vampire Diaries where they don't just do anything to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always some kind of pay payback, set up something. And I just think that they really focused on the whole UPenn thing, Spencer wanting to be perfect with the bees and Cece having that interaction with her. It just seems like Cece may be a little, she may be, I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious about her her intentions, I guess. Yeah, because if she is working possibly with A or something, you know, mm-hmm. what what better way to torture Spencer than to um <laughs> to exactly. mis- like, you know, mistakenly pretend that she got into college when she didn't really. Mm-hmm. Although on a comedic note, like how hilarious was the beginning of that episode when when she's like, "Yeah, I literally Got to apply to college. <laughs> I love that. Like, that's the culmination of Spencer's brick worst nightmare problems. You know, like, like she literally oh forgot to apply to college. <laughs> and her, her friends just like, you know, who knows what they're doing? Like, did they apply to college? They don't care. They're just like, it's okay, Spencer. A B's not bad. And she's like, no, B is for bad. B is for bad. Right. <laughs> Right. And also, can I say that I'm really enjoying um, even more so this season, Team Sparia? Like, I just realized, I just like, I guess, kind of got into this whole, I mean, besides Ezria and, you know, whatever the other, Haleb or whatever, um, I just discovered Sparia. And they are awesome. Like, Arya and Spencer's back and forth this season has been hilarious for me. Like, I mean, you know, Arya's kind of spunky and smart-ass, and Spencer, of course, is on point every time. And they've had some great quotes, if you will. Like, I mean, bitch can see. Um, <laughs> what's another one Spencer well, did? As well, well, at the end Arya of last said season. At the Spencer end of- said she's had a lot of quotes that were, like, awesome. At the end of last season, member Spencer told um, Arya, you're little, but you're big. <laughs> right, right. I love no, that one. I know the one Ezra. You're little, but you're big. She was saying his nuts or something. Like, oh right. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> there was also that really cute moment where they were um, like picking Spencer's outfit for the party. Oh yeah. And then they're like hanging out on Spencer's bed, and like there was that thing that like her grandmother made her do for ten bucks. <laughs> Take her off, and she's like, "I did it." Whatever. I just thought it was like just a natural kind of friend moment. I right. I love right. friend moments like that. Like when they were picking out their outfits for the party before the um, before the con party. Like I just loved all the little touches of like, "Oh, is that your mom's dress?" <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I I think like little small moments like that are really what. Um, make the show fun because you know of course we love all the mystery and the intrigue but I think it's great when we can have the smaller the smaller moments um because then Mm -hmm. they actually make us connect to the characters um Mm -hmm. so it and and they wear such cool like you know 
their styles are such an important part of the show and so when they actually consciously talk about that on the show it's kind of fun because sometimes you know it's like you know Spencer comes out wearing a beret and Arya's wearing a spider necklace and it's like who knows how they come up with these ideas and then when they actually have like moments where they talk about that it's funny (laughs) yeah and um the other thing um, at the at the party, of course, was the game of truth, um, mm-hmm. which was totally unrealistic and crazy. And like they were talking about, like you know, high stakes things, like where did where is this dead body, like in front of rooms full of people. Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> but at the same time, it was such good television. Like I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe this is actually happening. Um, do you think we learned anything at all from that? Do you have any new ideas because of that showdown between, um, there was the one between, uh, Noel and Arya and then, um, and then there was the game between Spencer and Jenna. So do you think we actually learned anything from that? Are we, do we have any new theories about anything? um, I felt maybe it was just me, but maybe I missed something. But when Noel was saying that, um, I guess he was implying that, who set him up with the grades? Like the whole, you know, he was like, yeah, um, yeah, and then somebody set you up for like stealing, you know, or what do they say, stealing grades or something? He was, reply, you know, referring to, remember in season one when he got kicked out for that amount of time, he was expelled from school because he stole, stole three, what, midterm yeah, exams yeah. or papers or something? So I was like, well, has he been holding on to that grudge? Like, was he saying that he thought Arya set him up or that Ezra set him up? I think he thought that the girls did it, that um, that it was like Arya doing that so that he wouldn't tell um, the principal. Remember, he was right about to tell the principal about Ezra and Arya. And then like magically A helped the girls out. Okay. I don't know what that means in terms of the A-team. Right. Exactly. That's interesting, though, because A, in actuality, she did help him out, right? And so it's like, if Noel is a part of the A team, then damn, did did Noel double-cross A, and so she got him back, or he got him back, or, like, they call it she, he, sh, whatever, like... I'm starting to feel like, you know how um, Noel and Jenna are back together now, and they seem, mm. like, thick as thieves and stuff, and... um I'm starting to, and and the way that Jenna acts about someone threatening her, like you kind of occasionally do believe she really is scared of something. Mm -hmm. So I I am starting to believe like that we can kind of, I think we can rule out Jenna and Noel as a team because I feel like somehow they're definitely part of this. They're part of this, but I feel like in some ways they're being roped in or victimized Mm -hmm. by a you know like whether they have Mm -hmm. any affiliation with a it's in Mm -hmm. an antagonistic way i feel like right like maybe they've been used and had to do some stuff in or because of blackmail but i feel like they're definitely not in a position of power right yeah i'm starting to think the same thing actually and i guess more so after discovering um when spencer it's that uh you know saying is this what you were looking for and then that freaking video and it's like oh crap well yeah I mean the fact that he's kind of in on the fact the girls are obviously trying to you know get him get Jenna like just really you know pin them for stuff and for him to send that like is this what you were looking for 
Um, and then there's this video where Noel and them, they're off in the house and Mike gets taken by someone else. So that's, yeah, I'm starting to feel the same way, Lucia, which I kind of hate that because I kind of wanted, you know, Jenna and Noel to be on the A team, not necessarily blackmail to do things for A. So the thing I was thinking about that video is like when they watch it, they realize that Garrett couldn't have killed Maya. And I'm wondering, right. like, Jenna not want Noel to send that video out because it clears oh, Garrett. Oh, right. Jenna into framing Garrett. Good point, Christy. I didn't that think about that. Yeah, that is shady of Jenna. Um, she is, like, basically keeping her ex-boyfriend in jail. Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Oh, like, I don't think... I yeah. don't think Jenna's innocent in all this, but I don't, I agree that, like, she's being manipulated in some way, but she's trying to fight back or, like, yeah. get back at whoever I, I wonder if she, I wonder if she was, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, and it's like, why did he choose to send the tape to them? Because they could give it to the police. It's like, why did he decide to do that? Maybe something changed, because there, maybe, there must have been a reason why they weren't giving that tape, maybe. Maybe they were being blackmailed or something. Okay. Um... I don't know. It's just, or or did he just find the tape? Is it a new thing? I don't know. It's just because now that they have it, but I don't trust the police. It's like I feel like they. I, I I'm starting to have a new crazy crackpot theory now, where I believe it's like police corruption. <laughs> I, just, I wrote it at the end of my yeah. the end of the at the end of the outline, but I'm starting to think about because if you think about Wilden and his whole shadiness and uh, Garrett, uh, and, and it's like that's two cops implicated in this situation. And right. who went to school with the guys in that club that, you know, that um, club with the Latin name, which I can't remember what it is. The NAT club. The NAT club. Um, and, there, and there seems to be, like, this older generation of the guys. Like, now we met yeah. um, Nolcon's older brother. Like, I'm just wondering if there is some, and now we, there's this underworld we just discovered of parties and weird um, uh, stamps that they get. You know, remember the whole stamp situation, that whole mystery. Mm-hmm. So now I'm starting to wonder if the, it's not even safe for them to tell the cops anything because it, obviously the cops have been doing a terrible job. We know that. And they lo- keep on losing the murder weapon and they, you know, total, total, you know, they're horrible. But I think maybe it's more, it's worse than just them being incompetent. I think maybe there's some, some bad stuff going on at the Rosewood police station. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. Oh, this show. <laughs> yeah, it's the new charming PD. Like, I don't even know what's going on in, in Rosewood. It's crazy. And whatever happened with that blood sample they were supposed to give the cops? Did, yeah. did Ashley ever well, give them Ashley it? Ashley was, Hannah's mom was trying to stop that, though, right? With right. The, and well, I can't yeah, remember I how that, that ended. was sorted out that Ashley went to talk to Spencer's mom, and Spencer's <sighs> mom... Got it. Oh, right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's good. So it's good she didn't give the blood to the police because I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's something something going on that we can't really trust them about. Um, and then the other crazy thing that's been going on is what do we think about um, Ezra's whole family background mm-hmm. being revealed and Wes showing up and like Wes taking Arya home and learning that Ezra got a girl pregnant in high school. Like, what are our thoughts on this? Tosh, how do you feel with your, your Ezra love? Girl. You know, I really don't <laughs> like the way this story is playing out. Um, 
I kind of had a feeling that Ezra was um, from a family of wealth. And I guess I kind of figured that when um, it was something about during his time of unemployment that he kind of was like, oh, I, you know, I'm good. You don't have to buy me nothing. I'm good. I'm good. And I was like, I bet you Ezra has money. And for some reason, he's no longer you know, around the family. And I still don't understand that money in the drawer because I really felt like Jason, that was the reward money. You know, they kind of set it up where Jason was on the phone. Remember he called, he called someone on the phone and then all of a sudden next episode, Arya sees, you know, this money in the sock drawer, but then he's like, Oh, my grandfather's Jag. And I'm like, Oh Lord. Okay. He has money. And then his mom comes along and I don't know. I think Ezra just was really unhappy when his grandparents passed away and he just didn't want anything to do with the family. But I'm just, I don't know. He's, he's suspect for me and I don't like the way their relationship is going. And it seems to get a bit tedious and I don't want Arya to, I feel like the reason why I like this couple was because there was a maturity about Arya, you know, and I know the age difference, Lucia, and I get it, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, and I know you're a little like, he's a teacher, you know? I understand that. But I think you sort of kind of, not necessarily, well, I mean, you know the ages, but they were so, it seemed very natural, and it seemed like, you know, Arius was more sophisticated and just mature and on another level. And I think that they're bringing a lot of adult elements into the relationship now. So now her age is like extra, extra showing. You know what I'm saying? Which, okay, I get it. That's kind of like the reality of it, the situation. But I think I don't want her to be sort of dumbed down. And I don't like her going to visit, you know, Maggie and doing that whole thing. And I'm like, oh, come oh, on. So you, you saw know. that already? About yeah, her I saw visiting that. Okay. Wasn't that. That wasn't this week. That, that, that was, was the most recent one. That wasn't from this week, was it? Oh, let me tell you how I know that. Okay, wait, Oh, wait. maybe you saw it on Twitter. <laughs> wait, don't make fun of me. But I totally forgot. You know, I did watch the Aryan Ezra scene from the episode. <laughs> that's right. Okay. I forgot. Okay, well, that's I good. That means we can talk about that stuff because I really wanted okay. to talk about it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I just kept saying, like, I haven't seen the episode. I haven't seen the episode, but I forgot on Tuesday So we know your priorities now, huh? <laughs> Wednesday, right. Wednesday, you know, I work nights. And so there's this YouTube channel that uploads all their scenes. So I just, <laughs> I just really, shut up, Lucia. I just really could not wait to see the drama. So I watched the few little clips. So it was only like a few clips. So I know what happened with that. I have, that I have tears on my face right now. <laughs> oh, my God. But, Christy, I told you about that channel. It's Aryan Ezra. <laughs> well, uh, so, okay. So that's yeah, – I'm so glad you've seen that because I, what do you think about the fact – is that really – are they trying to trick us? Is that really Ezra's kid? I mean, it kind of has to be if, if Maggie, like, lied about not, not having a kid, right? Right. Why else would yeah. she not say anything if it wasn't his kid? Although, yeah, it's his kid. Yeah, it's got to be his kid, right? Looks like him. I guess it looks the, like Adam Brody as a kid. It's his <laughs> kid. So, come on. 
Yeah, and and so are we agreeing with Wes's theory that it, the mom must have paid the her mom. to keep quiet, or do you think the mom might think she had an abortion and be surprised that that she has the actual kid? Like, what if the mom, you know, what if Ezra's mom paid her off and sort of, like, was forcing her to get rid of the kid, and then what if she had the kid anyways? But I feel like the mom would follow up, so I feel like the mom must yeah. know. The mom... The mom seems overbearing enough that she would be following up on these kind of things. So, yeah, the she would mom know. basically has set up the kid till the kid is like out of college. Like he probably has a trust. Like you know, he probably like you know clothes and everything that he needs. I really think the mom knows, and that's so it's gonna be a twofold deceit type thing where wow. our well Ezra Ezra is gonna find out that Arya has gone off you know, to see her because um, I saw like a first look photo or something where it looks like they will have that interaction. And I'm assuming that Maggie's going to be like, oh, hey, blah, 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 or something, <laughs> which is really weird. And um, so there's going to be this whole deceit thing, you know, with how could you just go talk to her, whatever. And then the mom is going to be found out. And then this whole time... Ezra's like, oh my God, I've had a kid. I don't know this whole time. And and I think at that point, I think they're going to break up Ezra and Arya. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ezra moved away. And, you know, I don't know. It just seems like they're, it seems like their relationship, they're, they're making it. Um, they're, they're giving us basically reason for them to break up. Like it'll be justified. You see what I'm saying? Like, 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 this is the ultimate, ultimate. I can understand why they would break up because it's like fans, of course, are gonna be like, why? I mean, they could have worked it out. They're trying to make it so big to where you understand why these two would break up. Yeah, so. and she even says like this that great quote in the in the episode where she's talking, Arya's talking to Wes, and she's like, "You and I were learning fractions when this kid was born," and right? so we can see that for Arya, this is a big deal. Him. Like, she's not going to just be able to handle this as well. Although you'd think after all she's seen in the world, she'd be like, oh, thank God you just have a kid. I mean, it could be way worse. Thank God you have, like, a killer. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, I think think the West character is totally there to to make us feel the age difference between Ezra and and Arya. And maybe to pick up the pieces that fall... I mean, there seems some chemistry there between Arya and Wes, I think. Um, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm sure you're in denial. Oh my god, Um, like, I don't want them to repeat the whole thing. Like, I don't know, Wes and Arya, like, how old is Wes? Like, is, is, well, I mean, from what I understand, because she said we were learning fractions, and that means that Wes is 17. I, yeah, I think they're the same age. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I honestly think that would, like, falter anyway. Like, that we may see, like, a kiss or something like that, but, you know, I mean. I feel like it might be more on Wes's side. Like, I, I sort of feel like Arya is so in love with um, Ezra and everything. The attraction, I think, I think might be a little bit more on Wes's side. Like, she's going to probably be vulnerable because of what she's going through, that Wes is sort of right. able to kind of come in and, and be there for her. But right. I do kind of feel like he's not acting like a good brother because what was with that suspicious, like, picking her up at the party? Like, I don't yeah. know. I think, like, he yeah. he's 
it seems like he is not so to be trusted and which isn't surprising considering Ezra's family, right? His mom is like this whack job. And so he's like trying to get away from his family. So I don't know if we can really mm-hmm. trust Wes. Like he seems like he's being a good guy sort of, but I don't, I think he might be trying to move in on Arya, but I don't necessarily think Arya would like be welcoming to that. But I do think right. that there's like, you know, something right. going on there. Uh, yeah. And yeah. how, how Joan Collins was, Ezra's mom. <laughs> oh my god. So she was so it was Joan Collins. I was like, wow, okay. Um, yeah. on a sidebar, I thought Arya looked so beautiful at that party with that white dress. With oh back. my god, yes. She Just really did. Angel. Oh. oh, at the at the at the rich people party? At the rich people yeah, party. Yeah, okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about, because she had the, the green dress at the con party, which I also liked too, but yeah, the white with the black, like that was a great look for her, yeah. Because it was like, it was classy, but it still had a little bit of a, of a um, you know, something to it, so it wasn't just boring, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it had that sort of elegance. So yeah, that was really pretty. But yeah, I knew the mom was going to do something like that as soon as like we met her and they're having this like, it was just like you just could see, you could just see it coming and you're just like, oh God. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, ugh. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'll be interested to see where that goes. I mean, I don't think, I don't think the show would ever get rid of Ezra, but, um, but I could definitely see it breaking them up for a while, mm-hmm. but I think the show seems pretty invested in and keeping him around yeah. um, mm-hmm. with the storyline and everything. Um, but they've been doing that with all the guys where there's like trouble in paradise. And then the guys like bugger off for three episodes or four episodes. <laughs> right. like, I'm back to Rosewood. That's my guess. So I don't know. It's kind of like the vampire diaries, you know, where like Tyler leaves you know? for five episodes and Jeremy leaves for five uh, episodes. I think can we have not talk about part. those people? Well, and, and the other the other um, guy thing is, I guess that didn't happen recently. Well, yeah, okay. In the episode, the con game, isn't that is that the one where Hannah and Caleb get back together? No. When did they get back together? Yes, yes. Oh, that one. Okay. Oh, yeah, he yeah. sends the text to, as pretending to be A, and then he goes and kidnaps mm-hmm. her. Um, but then he was, like, really sweet. And they actually had a cute getting back together thing. But they're, like... But they can't publicly get back together, right? Like, they're pretending right. to not be together, but then they really mm-hmm. are. Is that the situation? That's what it kind of seemed like when they were doing, like, IM messages recently in a, the recent episode. So nobody really knows they're back together. Right. Which is kind of hot when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's – I'm happy for Hannah that she's back with him. But I feel like, you know, A sees everything. So that whole pretending thing's not going to really work out very long. Um, because, I mean, A sees right. everything. Everything. Well, so. she's like Catherine. Remember when <laughs> Stephanie and Elena thought they were doing something like, good? Let's, let's pretend we <laughs> no, 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 boo Catherine will no. never see. Jenna's going to be stabbing herself in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> we all know where this is going. Hide the kitchen <laughs> knives. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I mean... Yeah. And then the other fun uh, sort of relationship thing is uh, Elle, Ella, yes. Ella, mm-hmm. sorry, um, Ella is now dating, and I really love her cute barista boyfriend, Zach. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He seems so perfect, but then it's like, well, is he too perfect? Is anybody that perfect? I don't know. Now I'm getting suspicious because he's too perfect. Like, why? this is what the show does to me. Even when they actually <laughs> introduce a non-creepy guy, I have to be creeped out. Right? I think they put him on the show for, like, people like us who, like, we can't, you know, love the younger guys because they're teenagers. <laughs> so, like, why don't we introduce some age-appropriate... <laughs> That that is very important for shows to do. Age appropriate is so overrated. <laughs> it's okay. The guy you like is age appropriate. Um, <laughs> shut up. For you. Anyway, so um, Ella and this guy, I think too that he was. This relationship was basically created to kind of, um, you know. I guess give Ella a little mental note of understanding for Arya and Ezra. Ezra, even though he was the teacher, like I get that part, but I'm just saying because right. now she's dating someone so much younger, right? And right. they're still able to share things, you know, like as far as conversation and stuff like that. I mean, it's not that she wasn't already understanding with Arya and Ezra now. Um, but I just, I thought it was funny. I was like, oh, okay. I was going to date someone, you know, very young. Um, and that kind of, I don't know, mother and daughter type thing contrast, I guess. Um, but I, I really hope that they don't give up on that Byron to see him and Arya have that, that moment. Remember after the, the rich party, like it made me tear up because this whole time I mean first of all he hasn't been in any freaking episode um except for you know when he's like oh Meredith got the job whatever whatever but I was very happy that they put that in that that he that he kind of saw that side of Arya where he's like wow you know um it's more than that you know like it's more than just oh the whole age and all this kind of stuff I mean he he kind of was very sensitive towards Arya and um, I don't know. I hope they don't give up on the whole, like, where's Meredith? Where's Meredith? I mean, yeah, she's starting to work in school. I don't, definitely I mean, something I'm still interested in. Yeah, like the earring. What the hell? Like, I, there's just, uh, I don't know. What, what was the A in Meredith connection? Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it's, you know, now the entire Montgomery family is dating somebody outside of their age range. It's good for them. Right? You know, they can all, yeah, that's they can bond, they can bond over that as a family. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you think that um, Byron is going to be, get back together with Meredith now that he thinks she's not crazy? I'm not convinced she's not crazy just because she wasn't the one that, you know, messed up that messed up his office doesn't mean she's not crazy exactly she was crazy in season one exactly yeah but but i thought they lived together i thought byron was living with is he uh, sorry i might i might have missed that are they living together i mean i know they (laughs) this might be the book confusion thing because in the books they are but not maybe in the show in the in the show byron is living at like the family house with the kids and ella's the one that moved out okay okay i'm thinking about the books then because i get to talk in with tiff about the books and okay yeah Yeah, and the books that's that's my bad but where's mike i mean did did mike why where is he he's he's nowhere (laughs) they have too many (laughs) (laughs) just like waiting 
<laughs> he's just waiting on the on the out. Him and him and Meredith are w- waiting in the wings <laughs> for right. their time to come back in. <laughs> and Toby too. Like I was like, what? Why did Toby leave? Like, did I miss the part where I knew why he left? And Spencer said something about it, and I was like, what? What is he doing? Like, so yeah, he's gone like too. Us excuse. They just like needed him out of town for a while. Yeah, and Jason's and also, out of like, town too, Lucas. right? Where did Lucas go? Yeah, Jason, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just too, too big of a cast right now, I guess, to have everybody. Uh, it's such everybody a large on scene. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, Melissa, we lost her oh, too. Oh yeah, Melissa, know, but we all know where she is. Ooh, okay, started on that girl. <laughs> and then the other big thing that's been happening is this whole Maya secret video website. Yes. And um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. gosh, that girl, she filmed a lot of stuff, and um, <laughs> and it's yeah, I don't even know. So, what do we think about the videos and? What I kind of, well, there's two things I kind of like about it. One is like that Maya is so much a presence in this season. Like I thought, mm-hmm. or not, I was kind of nervous that they were just kind of going to leave her behind after season two. But like, obviously the actress is doing so much filming of those videos and the like flashback and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that it's so much part of Emily's like emotional storyline as well as the mystery. Um, and then I feel like with all the website stuff and the con party and living in the cabin for that month, it it just seems like there's so much to Maya that we didn't know about and that Emily didn't yeah. know. Mysterious. So like, was she somehow involved in the A stuff? What like what is her deal? Yeah, what is her deal? Because I still I find it like, I mean, was she being? almost almost tortured or some blackmail i just find it funny that i mean she lived in Allie's house and it's sort of like she's being haunted even though she's no longer like when they moved out or you know it just seems like okay she lived in Allie's house was staying in Allie's bedroom and i mean is this some kind of vengeance thing it's just really weird that she is so involved without being there. You know, like she hmm. was really involved in some shit. And what about freaking Holden? I feel like she must have like, found something out, you know? Like I feel like she must have figured something out and that's why yeah. she was killed. Like something about Allison's death. She must have figured right. out the There's truth. that note that Hannah found under the planter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Meet me. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that's why she was probably killed was something involving finding out about the truth about Allison's death, which and and we know it wasn't Garrett who killed her, so that means Garrett is probably innocent. You know, right. I mean, not innocent of everything in the world, but innocent of killing Allie. I, I don't right. think he was the one, no. um, and you know, he definitely has some involvement. But yeah, and, and I agree with you guys. Like, it, it, I like I like that they're. Because it would suck if she there's a whole you know two seasons all about the death of this one girl and mm-hmm. if and that's still not solved and then to kill this other girl and then to just act like nothing happened would have been really bad so I'm glad that they're Seriously. keeping it really um, like for Emily it's the biggest deal you know for Emily she's the one that loved Maya like I love that it's still affecting her and it still matters because Allie's death still affects everybody and still matters right. so. 
so I'm glad that they, they aren't forgetting about Maya. So I think they're doing a good job of, like, paying that off. But Yeah, and be, still getting paid. I ain't mad at it. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's how you do it. I don't necessarily have to be, you know, in front. I film videos for your show and still be involved, ride bikes into video cameras and, <laughs> you know, get snatched. I mean, this girl is getting paid. Ain't she on Teen Wolf as well, by Bianca Lawson? Yeah, and on, on Teen Wolf, Teen she Wolf. plays an adult. It's really exciting. Um, her first adult role, maybe ever. I don't know. <laughs> no, she's played adults on other shows. Girl, I think there I was a Bones episode. For that. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> really? Lucia, my white shirt is red now. Damn you! Oh my god. I'm sorry. I just spit out my Fanta strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh it's. Oh it, uh, yeah. Hmm. So. The what was going on in the in the cabin? Why she was staying there um, may also have some additional significance, but that might have just been where she was hanging out. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Because what about when when they went to the cabin later, before they got Maya's the video of Maya getting captured, and they went to the cabin and they found that right. note on the wall, and the note said, um, "What did it say?" you for later oh yeah i'm saving you for later like spray paint on the wall from a and so then it makes it seem like what was going on in the cabin is a related but then i guess i'm still wondering how much of the a stuff is related to allison's death you know what i mean like is a the killer like in the past i thought it a wasn't the killer but now it's yeah. like i just don't I, know i feel like mona wasn't like Mona. Well, yeah, obviously Mona was wasn't. not killery, but then whoever the leader of the A team is is the killer. Okay, that's okay. The feeling I get, I don't have any evidence to back that up, but that's the vibe that I get from you know, like from the beginning of season three where they were like, Mona played with what was the line? Mona played with dolls. I play with body, uh, parts. body parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I, I think I could yeah. I could see that as being. The actuality, and then how did Hannah get hurt again? How did how did she hurt her her um, thigh? What that was happened? sort of random. She was like trying to get out and like stabbed herself did, in the she leg. She stabbed herself. Nobody else like came and attacked her, right? I don't think so. No, I think it was just like in the scramble to get out the window. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. She was trying to get out the window. That poor leg of hers. I mean, it's been in cast. It's been cut. I mean. And then how weird was Ren's doctor obsession at her house? Was she on her kitchen table? <laughs> on the, I mean, what is it? This guy is really weird. We need to start looking him up in the, in the databases, and you know what kind I'm talking about. <laughs> well, this is in the latest episode, Tosh, that you missed. Um, Spencer called him Downton Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> British accent, <laughs> Downton Gravy, <laughs> oh which I think God. is really apt. Like, I feel like that's what I'll always think of him as now, Downton Gravy. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that's freaking hilarious. Man, I have to finish up that, that season, too, by the way. Oh, I love that show, though. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's it's good. Um, yeah, I mean, gosh. I mean, I guess I really have no clue who could possibly be the killer at this point or who's head of A because I'm just thinking who is smart enough 
These people are all idiots. I don't know who is smart well, enough is to Dr. be like Sullivan? the head A. Oh yeah, that's another thing I've been wondering about. Like, what was the la- last time we heard about her? Was like Hannah was lying and pretending she was going to Dr. Yeah. Sullivan, but really she was going to exactly. Radley. So what is Dr. Sullivan up to? Right. She's probably and, keeping and... her distance from the craziness of Rosewood. Yeah. She yeah. just season two finale, right? We that was the last time we actually saw right. her. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, Mama unless was she in was the in the premiere. Remember they were Either that, either, yeah, I think it was that, or maybe it was the, the premiere. I can't remember if it was the finale or the premiere where Dr. Sullivan was t- telling the girls about what kind of state Mona was in or something. Um, yeah, but I'm, yeah, but I'm still trying to figure out, you guys, remember when she was taken, and then at the end of the episode, that freaking lady was like, you want, oh, hey, pretty eyes, you want some pie? Like, are we to assume that that was in actuality A and, you know, possibly the killer? Like, I'm still trying to figure out that, okay, who are they talking about, you know? Like, hey, pretty eyes. And I'm always like, okay. Every I time thought I that was Mona. That baby don't have no pretty eyes. Who are you talking about? She could have been talking about Mona. Mona has pretty eyes. Mona has pretty eyes, but I, I, for some reason, I was thinking maybe it was Jenna because remember how Jenna was pretending not to be blind at that point, but um, pre- pre- sorry, pretending to be blind at that point. But what if that was when she was actually seeing oh, and didn't have her glasses yeah. on or something? I don't know. For some reason, every time I hear eyes, I think of Jenna just because. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And Jenna does have beautiful eyes, um, but I think I mean all of them have beautiful eyes on the show, yeah. but. I just, I don't know. I guess I just thought that maybe it was like, you know, like, yeah, Mona has beautiful eyes. Like, I, I love her eyes, but I don't know. I just, I guess I kind of got the impression that, like, this particular person had unique eyes, you know? Right. Like, it wasn't just brown or Which just Which is why, blue. like, it could be like Jenna some kind because. Of unique eye color. You know how some, like, I, every time I come across somebody that has gray eyes, I'm like, damn, where you from? You know? So I just got the feeling that this was unique eye color or something so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know well uh, also on the whole like unanswered stuff one thing i've been wondering about is this was actually brought up on a recap on off color tv mm-hmm. um back when the body got stolen out of the um the grave back in the uh-huh. premiere um and then at the end of the episode we saw like a body in like a funeral bag on ice and then there was like vodka in the cooler with it right Mm -hmm. but it's like if that was allison's body like first of all it wouldn't be in a funeral bag and it wouldn't be in a state to just like have it out like you know because she died so long ago like it that that, i mean that couldn't be allison's body could it unless they put it in the bag i guess they could get that bag but it just seemed yeah i guess they it could be but it's like shouldn't her body be pretty decomposed by now that you wouldn't even need to put it on ice because it should be... I mean, how long has Allison been dead in terms of time length on this show? Yeah, I, I feel know. like I th- her body should be a skeleton like by now. Kind of metaphor, not necessarily like putting her on ice. Like, I don't know. I didn't get that. I was... I guess I just looked at it like you know, with the whole Well, that's how I initially looked at the, it, is on it, it ice, that like, just... save for later. Like, like... I don't know. It's really weird. Or like, you know, we're dealing with Maya right now. We'll come back to Allie later. You know, like, 
It's, I don't know. Yeah, it I mean, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I probably look shouldn't it. look at it too, um, too realistically, but it just made me think about it because then I was like, well, what if it is some other body? But, um, right. But I guess it probably is just Allie. It's probably just mm-hmm. to tell us that Glovey, Glovey Hands has, um, has Allie and is, uh, also <sighs> likes vodka, which, you know, makes me think it's Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> we all know she likes to drink. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I'm not definitely not ruling out Melissa. I, I'm not ruling yeah, her out. I, 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 and I there think... was that scene in the airport, right? Where, where one of the gloved people was coming back from running down um, Caleb's mom. Oh, yeah. Right. Having... And so if you're having a drink in, like, the airport bar, you have to be 21. So yes, that... you do. Melissa or Ren oh. or or any of the Israel. male love interests on this show. Good point. Look at you, Chrissy. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good like. point. And I, I think that's like comforting too because I always prefer serial killers not to be teenagers. Um, I feel like <laughs> yeah, I like to uh, imagine that does. like <laughs> there aren't teenagers going around killing millions of people. So I, uh, yeah, I, I, I hope it's an adult. I think it makes more sense for her to be an adult because I feel like they have they, they really are masterminding this thing in an, in a crazy way with a lot of attention to detail and um, you know they can't have much else going on in their life like school <laughs> they're not gonna have time <laughs> to, <laughs> to do it I mean obviously A has a lot of cronies um, or a lot of uh, minions so they you know don't have to do everything themselves but. Right, but I I do I do I sort of feel like it's probably an adult. Maybe it's the Reverend. <laughs> yeah, because that dude right there needs to uh, put down the Bible and go get in a hot bath. I mean, he is very <laughs> weird. Like, I mean, he knows that Ella and Ashley are friends, right? Like, right? I mean, the town is so small. Like, you have to know. People read the news. People know their last names. People know. Like, so I'm very confused. Like, he can't tell me he didn't know that they're really good friends. Yeah. That, well, it, the thing that's funny is he was, like, on the dating website. Um, right. And that's how Ashley that's not, sorry, that's how Ella found him. But mm-hmm. Ashley was not on the dating website, or was she? Like, I feel like she was, wasn't she on there for a little bit, too? But maybe I she was just she was, browsing. but she found, like, they connected at the... They connected in the real world. Party, whatever that was. Um, yeah. Was that, like, weird basement party at the church? Yeah, so, you know, I mean, maybe that was just a... You know, maybe the fact that he was, you know, since he was on the dating site, I guess it makes sense he's going on multiple dates. But it seems like now he he's more serious about Ashley. So it seems like they're going to they're going to go for it. Um, so, yeah, we'll, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This show. Any other um the theories or comments. Does anybody have a favorite, a favorite outfits or a favorite um, fashion things that have gone on recently? I just, I really like the Arya's dress, the white, and the way her hair was done. I just like that whole look. 
Um, but I also like Spencer. But I can't remember the episode of what. I don't know. Like, her fashion has been on point. And um, Hannah's been looking pretty hot, too. She has that whole, like, spunky rocker type. Sophistic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's just I very... really like Hannah's style has changed. Yes. Yeah, her style has changed. And her hair has been better for me. You know, at the beginning, I was like, oh, girl, what's going on? But now that it's, like, more styled or grown out or a little bit or something, but I don't know. It's really fitting of her. And Hannah is on her game as far as, like, her words can cut like a knife. Like, she's so hilarious. She just brings, like, a uniqueness to the show. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think probably the, you know, there's this one Tumblr um, that is, like, that's so Aria, like, or maybe it's, like, a meme, I don't know. Really? Like, a thing about, you know, when you see certain things, you're like, oh, that's so Aria, you know, in terms of things. And um, I feel like that skeleton tank top she wore over the gold tank top with the black and white striped pants and the leopard print shoes, um, (laughs) that was, like, a very, like, that's so Aria moment of, like, that was, like, the the culmination of as as crazy as Aria gets, you know, kind of thing. I agree. (laughs) So that was, like, a memorable outfit for me, but... (laughs) (laughs) but I do really enjoy, um, I do really enjoy the, the style stuff, you know, like, I don't know. It's just fun. It's just, it's very fun. Well, I have a note. I thought that Ezra wore briefs. So I was very (laughs) shocked to find out that he was wearing boxers. That's all just a little side note asterisk. Okay. Maybe the briefs weren't appropriate for television, so they had to. Maybe he does wear briefs, but maybe when he's being filmed, he has to wear (laughs) boxers (laughs) so that it fits ABC Family standards and practices. Oh my god! Okay. Because you know how like you have like, those scenes where two people will be legs and these boxes. That well, are too it's like every time body. you watch like a, um, a couple on TV and they get out from under the sheets and the guy's wearing boxers, right? <laughs> and right. you're like, yeah, right. Um, but it's like you know, so sometimes you know they're just uh, they have to do that for filming purposes. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. Anyway. Girl, I was about to be doing SOA <laughs> reference, but yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's it is cable, but it's uh, you know ABC Family. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yeah. Although I have to say, they really do push the envelope with this show. Yeah, um, they do. I mean, they... I mean that late night swim, you know, kissing in the pool, and you know, um, Hannah, Kayla. I mean, yeah, I would say that they do push the envelope a little bit, and I I like that though. I mean, you know, it's it's very realistic in that um, there's a lot of issues that are being being touched, and you know, so I'm a fan. Did they get renewed yet? That's what I wanted to ask you, Lucia. Are oh, they renewed for season four? I, I don't know if they officially did, but there's they're definitely gonna renew. Did yeah, you remember, Chrissy? They officially gonna come back. They announcement happens till later. I think they had already got like a big order for season three so I think when the latest batch of news came in there wasn't anything about Pretty Little Liars because I think there wasn't anything to tell because right now we have the 12th episode is gonna uh air on on Tuesday of this batch and so then we're gonna go on a break and then we're gonna come back probably in January or something right for the winter um, for the winter so I think they already ordered like another 12 for that. Okay. So I think okay. then we'll probably hear 
in the, um, you know, during that time, we'll probably start hearing about them getting a renewal. But I mean, it has to be the high, one of the highest rated shows on that network, I'm sure. Yeah, I believe it is. Okay. So, so, so there's no worries, but yeah, more. I think that's why we didn't hear anything about it yet was because they already got their, their big order. Uh-huh. Cause I mean, okay. yeah, we're only on the first half of season three. So even though we're going to go on a hiatus for a while, it won't be for too long. Um, I, I, I kind of like that about ABC family shows, you know, where how they divide, even for, it used to be Me annoyed too. they divided their seasons up, but now I kind of really like it because then it's like, you don't have to go without it for too long. Yep. Just when I you're really starting it. to miss it, it's like, oh, yay, it's back on. <laughs> and they're doing a Halloween episode again. Oh, yeah, I saw that, because I was like, Ooh, I was looking on IMDb, and I saw episode. one really? marked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so and that, there's some, like, web series that they're doing, oh, like, yeah. in between the um, oh, first half awesome. finale and the Halloween episode. I think there's, like, a six-episode web series that has, like, oh. some character and then, like, you know the sort of more minor characters, like Lucas shows up and stuff like that. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. I, I, I haven't, did, did they actually, um, I know there was a YouTube video sort of introducing the idea of the web series, but have they actually posted any episodes of the web series yet? I don't think so. I think okay. it starts after the finale. After the finale. Okay, cool. Then we haven't missed anything, so that's good. No. Um, yay. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to put a post up with some of the, some of, like, uh, promoing the web series on my site because Sweet. I saw it existed, but <laughs> I haven't had a chance to watch it. But yay! So okay, that's exciting. So now what I'm thinking is um, we should say goodbye to Tosh, um, even though I don't want to see you go, and then just really briefly talk a little bit about some of the insanity that happened in Single Fright Female. Um, really quickly, Chrissy and I. Um, does that okay. seem okay? Yes. Unless there's anything else you got, you want to add? No, that's it for me. I thank you for. I'm so glad we finally made this work. Oh my god, I'm so sorry that I haven't been able to schedule this right and everything was having issues. So I'm so happy we actually got it to work and we're having me like too. we're not having me Skype too. issues. How exciting is Girl, that? <laughs> I'm so excited. I am so happy that we were able to do this today. I was like having, I was like, I told all my friends, cause they were like, okay, so are we doing Sunday fun day? What time are we starting around four? I said, no bitch, I have Pretty Little Liars podcast with Yay. Chrissy and Lucia. And they were like, who? Don't worry about it. Talk to you later. <laughs> um, so glad it was done. And I appreciate you guys so much talking PLL with me. So, okay, hon. Um, so I guess you just hang, can just hang up on your end. And then I'm just going to talk to Chrissy real quick about a couple crazy things that happened. And then I'll see you on Twitter. <laughs> All right, dear. Thank you, guys. Have a great Sunday fun day. Appreciate Thank you so it. much. Okay, bye. So, Chrissy, if you don't mind just staying on a little bit longer, because I want to talk about the snake. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about the snake? I mean, really? Let him talk about the scary ass, terrifying. What did you oh think God, the of the snake going into the dressing room and then Cece smashing it with a mannequin leg? 
<laughs> I loved that moment so much. I was like, Cece is, I do not trust that girl, but I love that girl. I need like, I need a she gif is, of that. Yeah, that um, was amazing. Although we, we didn't really go close up enough on that. The scene didn't last long enough. Like we had a really long scene with Spencer getting scared, but then the st- the part where Cece's like bashing it is kind of in the background. <laughs> yeah, I, I found that so funny. <sighs> so good. Um, the whole Cece stuff, like, it didn't really occur to me while I was watching the episode. I was mostly suspicious of Paige and, like, the girls are, you know, worried about Paige and her history with Allison and what's going on with her and Emily and all the rest of it. And then they find the earring. But now it's, it's in my mind, like, the information that we got about Paige and Allison's relationship came from Cece. And then the earring in the bag was at Cece's shop where... Cece could have very easily planted it. And I am very suspicious of that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I definitely feel like it doesn't really make sense for Paige to have that earring. So I feel like it must have, it could have easily been planted. Yes. Um, And I was thinking, remember, like, I don't think it was, maybe it was like two episodes before the season two finale when we had that flashback Mona's flashback of like her and Allison hanging out in that other town but then we later found out that that wasn't like a reliable memory it was just Mona making up a story and I'm just wondering if the flashback that we saw of Allie and Paige is kind of the same thing where Cece's Ah. just kind of telling a story about oh that's a see that's a really interesting point and that's something I we've talked about with Vampire Diaries podcast as well you know our flashbacks always reliable you know depending mm-hmm. on the narrator um so that's that's a very yeah ooh, yeah and and it's i thought it was also interesting um that ally seemed a little scared of Paige. um or you know if if that if that's something we should believe or if that's cc's interpretation because there it did look like on her face after she blackmailed Paige with the um, with the letter that she stole from under the sign, she had this look on her face when she went back to the car. Where after she had acted all like tough when she talked to Paige, when she went back to the car, she looked kind of scared. And so yeah. that, that's another thing. Where is that? Is that Cece's narration of it, or is that really how she was? I mean, and that's such a cruel thing to do to Paige. Like. Oh, God. So awful. I mean, Allie is and the I'm worst. I'm curious, like, Ugh, between Allie so and Cece, who was the one that, um, who was, like, the original bad girl or, like, the re- original mean girl who egged the other on? Or were they both sort of instinctively like that and sort of escalated it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You wonder if there was some kind of training in or apprenticeship of some sort in mean girlhood, you know? Like, you wonder... If, if Allie sort of hung out with Cece and wanted to be like her and then kind of surpassed her in her, her um, you know, bitchiness. But, yeah, I mean, and that brings up the whole thing about what Cece's agenda is, yes. you know? And it, it seems just very odd that she's hanging out with this younger girl and being part of these little tricks and what is sort of going on with her. Yeah. And, there was uh, also a moment at the con party where... I think it was the older brother who was like, oh, hey, CC, back from the dead. And it was just like a particular wording where I was like, what's going on? Like, where did she disappear to for the years that she hasn't been around Rosewood? Um, yeah. 
That's a really good point. She kind of left people's, um, yeah. Ugh. See, she could easily be A. Yeah. She hasn't been around, or she could be the, and, and also the killer. What if she and Allie got involved in something pretty too, like, over their heads, and she killed Allie? You yeah. know, she could be the killer. She could totally be the killer. Oh, it's very interesting. And and back to the whole um the whole in her shop and uh uh maybe planting the the earring. What about this whole knife situation? I was going to ask you. So they they said there was the, there was a knife in Maya's bag that got taken from Emily's room. Was that right. something they found at the cabin? Yes. Okay. So that's the knife. I think that's actually the knife that Hannah ended up stabbing herself with. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, it was kind of confusing, that scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was the knife that was in Maya's bag. and Okay. So, the, so that the knife implication belonged... is that Paige was in Emily's room and could have easily stolen the knife. Yes. And it's interesting that Spencer just got really gung-ho about Paige being, like, a crazy, crazy killer girl. Um and then completely decided, you know, it's very, it's, it's very pretty little liars-esque for them to jump on some new theory without really any backing and to be like, mm-hmm. to go from like zero to a hundred, like, like that. And that's basically what Spencer and Hannah did about Paige. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I heard so her nickname so used to be Pigskin and I have she a memory like decides someone's the killer and she's like ready to tar and feather them. Yeah. So she seems like very convinced. Um, and it's. I feel like whenever they get so convinced, they're always wrong. So I, I guess I'm just so conditioned with the show that I don't believe Paige actually did it because I just feel, I just feel like the fact that Spencer believes she did means she didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Also, it'd be so horrible, like assuming the same person killed both Allie and Maya, which isn't necessarily so, but it would be so horrible to have Paige kill Maya. I don't know. I just, I wouldn't like that sort of like girlfriend girlfriend situation it would just seem like a crime of jealousy even if there yeah. were other things going on and i don't i don't feel like they'd go there yeah and i you know and it's interesting with i i liked the stuff with Paige in this episode because you really felt for her um but at the same time you didn't totally lose suspicion of her but like you really felt for her um, and you know why she acted the way she did. Like, like if she and Allie had this real rivalry, you would know why she would, because Allie is the worst. Obviously, anybody would hate her. Um, and and then we know about that whole drowning in the pool situation. Mm-hmm. That we know the reasons behind that. You know, not that there's an excuse for it, but there's an explanation. And so then we sort of understand why why Emily would forgive Paige for that because we know that she sort of understands her. Um because she was sort of dealing with all these emotional issues. And that I like that they sort of continued all those issues in the flashbacks with Paige. Like the fact that she's been secretly like in love with Emily for all these years Mm. can kind of explain why she's so into Emily now, you know, because maybe because she has been into it for a long time. And even that, like, remember that moment in, was it back in season one where she like aggressively kisses Emily in the car kiss attack like even that like knowing that she's been in love with Emily for years it sort of explains that moment like I assumed it was sort of this random thing where she like yeah yeah had thoughts for Emily a little bit and then like car attacks her but it really deepened that sort of relationship 
I thought, and it was in, very interesting when they had their, although I feel like it's in some ways Emily was being a little unfair to her friends. Like, yeah, her friends were being crazy, but um, I feel like she was not even like li- wanting to listen to them about the page thing. Like, I feel like at this point, these girls should be really distrusting of everybody in general and should be open to, <laughs> to talking about like, you know, but. I guess the place that Emily is emotionally right now, she maybe couldn't handle that because yeah. of losing Maya. Maybe she just can't sort of process that idea that somebody else, I don't know. But it is, it's a recurring theme or or plot device or whatever on the show where like, say Hannah with Lucas, where all the girls were suspicious of Lucas and she was really protective of him. Or Spencer with Melissa, where the girls were convinced that Melissa was evil and Spencer was like, you know, like, let's, you know, wait before I confront her. Let's find out another piece of information. So I feel like yeah, that kind that's of, true. Uh, you know, that's a storyline they kind of trot out every once in a while because I think it works really well, so I'm not complaining, but... Yeah, because that gives it sort of higher stakes because if everybody is invested in saying this person's wrong, then you don't care as much. But then if one person sort of really doesn't want that person to be guilty, then it... It, yeah. it makes the betrayal so much more, you know, the fact that Lucas was Hannah's friend makes any betrayal he gives way bigger, and the same with Paige. And the other thing that was interesting was that when Jenna showed up at the yes. end. So Jenna shows up at the end, and she says those cryptic remarks to Emily, and are they about Paige? Because she does she know Paige is there? Because was Paige sitting there? Did she see Paige? Or did she just assume? Or... She saw the two mugs, She saw the right? two mugs. And so she was like, oh, I thought you were alone. Yes. So she knows someone's there. And, maybe and she, she says, like... Paige, but also but she could have assumed she that it was me? Nate because they just had that weird, don't pretend you didn't see me exchange yes. at school, right? Exactly. Exactly. So her, her comments about be careful who you spend time with, be very careful, um, could be about Nate, and I kind of think they might be because I feel like there's. What does Jenna have a real, has no relationship with Paige that we know of? Whereas Jenna clearly, the, there was the crazy moment we sort of hinted at earlier where Nate tells um, Jenna, you know, don't pretend you don't see me. I know you saw me. Like mm-hmm. maybe that there was a night in question where she saw him do something, but pretended to be blind. So. I, I'm definitely feeling like that's about Nate. Yeah. But then it was weird. I, I wrote in my notes, like, why was Jenna getting into a cab? Because doesn't she live next door? And also, doesn't she have a car? So, yes, and yes. <laughs> so, what if, if she's like taking a cab to the airport? She's maybe like, to I go drink in an airport bar. Crazy. <laughs> Jenna out. Yeah, no, maybe she's about to go on a trip. And so I'm wondering, is she fleeing? Like, a next episode, are we going to see, like, Jenna's out of town because she's, like, trying to flee A or something? Like, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like maybe there is some important about her getting in the cab. Like, is she... Maybe that's a way to get her off the scene for the next episode. But it would be weird for her not to be in the finale. Because yeah. I feel like Jenna's, like, an important character. But maybe... I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> And then the other weird thing was the the very last scene, there were two gloved hands, two yes. different people, um, exchanging a key of some sort. Have we ever seen two gloveys at the, in the last scene? I don't think so. I think, I think that's always just the been one. First time. So that's like kind of exciting. 
Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, there was the one time where, like, one glovey was buying, like, a team worth yes. of black hoodies. Yes. And but I don't think we've ever seen the two interact. Yeah. And, and what do you think? Do you think that that idea of handing the key was a clue to something? Probably. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess we'll see where they what they do in the in the finale. I feel like I'm sure they're going to leave us on a cliffhanger. Totally. Um, oh, wait, I have a question. I forget which episode it was, but it was the one where it ended with the Wheel of Fortune, where oh, the, yeah. the Gloved Wonder was watching Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, I feel like that was the one before. Okay. What was with that? Yeah, that was so weird. I didn't even write it down because I had no idea what to think about it. I think like, I feel like <laughs> the last two Glovey shots before this two people one were both really weird, and I didn't know if they, what they said at all, so I didn't even write them down because I was like... I don't see what the significance of it is. But there was when Emily, um, like when Ian died and there was a suicide note and then she pieced all the piece of the notes together. They were like, oh, good job, Emily. And she's like, oh, I watch a lot of Wheel of Fortune. What? And I think that's the only time the show has been referenced on PLL before. But like, is that pointing to oh a shared God. love of Wheel of and Fortune you know, between isn't Emily the next, and A? Isn't or is next? Emily A? Or was I, that just random? I don't know. I worry that they're going to try... I, I, is the next episode is called Betrayal, isn't it? Or else they're... Uh, um, like, I feel that's a very interesting thing to say because what if one of them... Emily is kind of disconnected from the group right now a little bit. And what if, because of that, what if she's the one who betrays, you know? Like, obviously, Emily's a good person. I don't think she would ever... Um, you know, kill anybody or do anything really bad, but I wonder if there'll be some type of betrayal, you know, maybe even unintentionally, you know, if she unintentionally sort of betrays them. What if she's unintentionally doing A's dirty work without knowing it or something? I don't know. Maybe, or maybe Emily's mom is A. Maybe. <laughs> there was it was like a comment like oh I watched Wheel of Fortune with her parents or with her mom or something mm-hmm. we have not we seen, seen a lot the mom of lately. Mom this season so that's probably she's been up to <laughs> basically maybe all the moms are A maybe that's what the moms are doing when they're not on screen is they are actually being A <laughs> I think that's I think we've just cracked it oh it. thank god we figured it out it took us an hour but oh, we think we figured out the whole show <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I think that's a very uh it's very there's some interesting stuff going on. Like I feel like if I was to go back into the show, like maybe somebody did a YouTube video where they pieced together in a row all the the glovey shots, I might see them in a different light because a lot of times I feel like I don't really know what they mean, but maybe if I watch the next episode then I would know what they mean. But then at the same time maybe they're just they're just to inspire questions and they're not really to give a a clue that's in context maybe they're just more to add mystery but i don't really know yeah sometimes they are clues because there was the one where in season one i think where the loved person was listening to like a learned french record and then when mona and hannah went horseback riding she was like oh or whatever and hannah was like oh i didn't know you learned french clue which i so didn't pick up on but i think oh, you're so smart yeah i think they do drop something like there is something in them I mean obviously the body was a big one at yeah. early on in the season when they had the body on ice and the vodka um but then I haven't feel like there's as many memorable ones since that one this season until the until the two gloved hands passing mm-hmm. the key and because I still wonder I wonder if we're going to go back to that 
um, I mean, in the past, A had like that lair, right? Mona had the lair in the, um, at the motel, you know, kind of out of town. And maybe there's another lair, you know, maybe there's another A headquarters that we're going to maybe find or something. So maybe that's like what the key's about. Um, so I don't know. <sighs> Any. Sorry. Any other comments about the latest episode or thoughts about what's to come? Not really. I'm just so excited for the finale. I feel like it's going to be insane. Yeah, me too. I'm so excited. And so hopefully we'll get this up before the finale so people can take a listen. And I also wanted to ask you about the um, your Rosewood Confidential book. Um, do you still have an extra copy to give away to my site? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so what I'm thinking is when I post the, um, what I'm thinking is when I post the Pretty Little Liars podcast, I can have the giveaway as part of the podcast post. Cool. Um, and and sort of maybe I'll have them. I could do something like say your favorite moment of season three in the comments, and then you know pick randomly. Are there restrictions on that in terms of where they live? Because I know you're in Canada, I'm in the U.S. Is there any international restrictions? Does it have to be in Canada or the U.S.? Or can it be other countries? Anywhere. Anywhere? Awesome. Okay, cool. Because I end up having a lot of readers internationally, like whenever I do these contests. So I just want to double check. Um, The magic of editing is... It just recently happened. It happened like Friday night, maybe? Um, I was like coming home from fan expo and I'm like on the streetcar. So super tired. And I flip open Instagram and the very first thing that's sitting there is Keegan Allen like tweeted or Instagrammed a picture of his bio page in Rosewood confidential. So like I open my phone and it's like, Oh, Toby's reading my book. Yeah, I saw that tweet that you retweeted. I was like very excited for you. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So that now we know what Toby's really doing. He's off reading Rosewood confidential. Exactly. So, he's too busy to be on the show because he's really busy reading, reading uh, Rose of Confidential. <laughs> so, obviously. Um, yeah, that's really fun. I love that. I love – that's what's cool about Twitter is, you know, sometimes you can actually find out that people are reading something that you did. Yeah, you know? it's really cool. And, like, Andy Reeser and Norman Buckley have been really supportive of the book too. And it's – I don't know. It's nice. It's not the kind of thing that you know you're going to get like a proper review in some newspaper or something. So that kind of feedback is so awesome and meaningful and it's great. Yay. We're so happy. Yay. Okay, cool. Well, I'm really excited and I'm sure that my readers will be really excited. And so it'll be wonderful. And okay, well, then I'll let you go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank Thank you you. so much for giving me your time, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, awesome. Okay, bye. Bye.